Welcome to Fierce Amazing Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Erin Martin. I'm a physician, writer, speaker, mentor, and mother of three. I believe that this lifetime is short, health is precious, and relationships gift us with the juiciest memories. I love thinking big, asking the hard questions, and catalyzing others to do the same. You are invited to listen and learn to the ways amazing people are showing up in this world and truly thriving, and helping others to do the same. Together, we will explore and enjoy conversations about what it truly means to thrive and how we can live fiercely and on purpose, in our truth, with our tribes, in health, and in the ways we react and receive. We will give airtime to our inner wisdom and learn to honor our integrity. Refreshingly in your face, this podcast will inspire, motivate, and propel you to create something new, wonderful, and fierce for your life. Because we hold the power to create an amazing life lived fully alive and to change the world. Welcome, welcome. This is episode number three of the Fierce Amazing Radio Podcast. Today we are going to talk about how you can rewire your brain for positivity and calm, which is super important, especially in the setting of the current pandemic and all of the chaos and uncertainty and anxiety that so many people are feeling now that we are actually in this several weeks. And so today I want to talk with you about being the center in the midst of the storm. And one of the biggest ways that you can do that is, are you ready? To stop complaining. It's very simple. Stop complaining. Your mind listens to your mouth and your body reacts to that. So let me tell you what I mean. Our brain loves efficiency and it doesn't want to work harder than it has to. So we know from neuroscience and behavioral science that when we repeat a behavior, such as complaining, there's something called neuroplasticity. And what that means is the neurons in our brain actually branch out to each other to create new pathways of communication and to ease the flow of that information that's being circulated. So that's what makes it easier to repeat behaviors over time, to build habits, and to condition ourselves to behave in a certain way. Now this in and of itself is not a bad thing. We as humans are wired to work this way. So this is normal physiology that's playing out. However, it is affecting not just the physiologic processes in our body, but it's affecting our moods and our emotions and our mental health. So repeated complaining actually rewires your brain to make it more likely that in the future you're going to complain more. So the same can be true for having the opposite types of thoughts, the opposite types of words and conversations. So one really, really interesting thing, as I mentioned earlier, that your mind listens to your mouth and your body reacts to that. Uh, we, we know from research from Stanford University that shows that complaining actually shrinks the part of the brain called the hippocampus. Now the hippocampus is the part of the brain that is the most critical to being able to solve problems and have intelligent thought. So 
We also know that it is one of the primary areas that is destroyed by Alzheimer's disease. So when we damage this area, it is really something that can have detrimental effects, not just in the near future, but looking far out, several years out as to what our future health problems may be. So who knew that complaining could have such an effect on your health long-term? Now, other research shows that it can increase the incidence of heart disease, high blood pressure, even stroke. So this is scientific medical literature and information that we have that tells us how damaging complaining can actually be. So if I were to put that in simpler terms that you can understand, I would say complaining can actually cause brain damage. So let that sink in for a minute. Now back to the your mind listens to your mouth, uh, when you complain, your body releases the stress hormone cortisol. Many of us are very familiar with cortisol, with adrenal health, which seems to be very much in the news in the realm of alternative and holistic medicine. Cortisol is the hormone that is responsible for the fight or flight reaction that we have when danger is presented to us. When we are being chased by the tiger or about to be hit by a car, the cortisol and the adrenaline actually kick in and sends us into fight or flight mode. So one effect of cortisol um, is it can raise your blood pressure and it also can raise your blood sugar um, as you to kind of help the body prepare itself to either escape or defend itself. So what happens, because we're not really in our day and age regularly being chased by a tiger, all of this extra cortisol that's released from all of the extra stress that we're under, all of the extra media and negativity and drama that we are constantly being bombarded with and even subjecting ourselves to, and even including the frequent complaining that we may be doing, actually impairs your immune system and makes you more susceptible to some of these really chronic diseases that have really bad health outcomes like high cholesterol and heart disease and obesity that I mentioned earlier. And so, yes, it's actually true that cortisol, one of the main things that it does is it downregulates your immune system, which means that it impairs your immune system. Now, I don't know about you, but in these times of COVID-19 and all of these people being sick, hospitalized and dying, having an impaired immune system or an immune system that is not functioning optimally is definitely not something that I want to have for myself. In fact, most of my patients are currently asking me, doctor, please tell me what I can do to bolster my immune system. One of the things that I tell them is, make sure you're being very careful about the words that are coming out of your mouth because they have the power to bolster your health or to be a detriment to your health. Now you might say, well, I hear what you're saying and I definitely know complainers or people who frequently complain in my life, but I'm not really someone who complains that much myself. Well, the truth is that as human beings, 
our brains actually can unconsciously mimic the moods of those people that we hang out with the most. So everybody has experienced being in a group of people where something has happened perhaps where the mood has shifted and you have kind of shifted with that mood or maybe you come home from work and your spouse is in a bad mood and that kind of almost automatically puts you on edge and in a bad mood as well so there is a concept or a process that's called neuronal mirroring neuronal mirroring and really it is really an, an important thing that we have it's our it is responsible for our ability to have empathy for other people but it is also what makes complaining a lot like other bad habits for instance um, smoking or even I would say like cursing, you don't have to actually be doing it yourself to suffer the consequences of it. And so this is why it is so important who you spend the majority of your time with. With private clients that I work with, I oftentimes tell them, if you're going to up-level your life, you may need to up-level the people that you're hanging out with and really make sure that you are regularly spending time with people who are uplifting, positive, have an attitude of gratitude and make you feel good. If you're regularly hanging out with people who are chronic complainers or negative Nancys, then it's time to make a change in who you're spending the majority of your time with. So, so far I've talked with how complaining has a negative effect on your brain and essentially negative and complaining begets more complaining and more negative and how you essentially wire your brain to be negative. But just as I always have tried to flip things when we're talking about fear or anxiety, and I really want to talk about how you can change the negative to the positive when it comes to complaining. So rewiring your brain for positivity and calm. So the first thing that you've got to do is have awareness of your thoughts and your words. So being very aware of the negative thoughts that you may be having and the negative things that may be coming out of your mouth. One really great way to do that is if you know that this might be a problem for you and you can actually even recruit your kids to do something like this with you or a partner or a spouse is to have a jar that is like the complaining jar and you have an agreement that whenever anybody in the house complains they've got to put in a quarter or a dollar or whatever that amount might be. and that is a really great way to quantify actually how much you are complaining on a daily basis. Now you can then decide to use that money for something useful. You could donate it. You could um, use it for a, a movie night or, or ordering takeout or something like that. But building awareness of your thoughts and words is really, really important. You need to listen to how you describe things. And when you have that awareness that, oh my gosh, I am being really negative about that, the first thing that you need to do is really reframe that negative 
with a positive and say it out loud. Don't just think it. In order to build those new pathways in the brain, to rewire your brain for calm and positivity, you actually have to invoke more than just one sense. You can't just think it, you need to speak it so that your ears can hear it. And sometimes what really can help rewire things a lot faster is actually writing it as well. So you've got the proprioception from the hands, you're seeing it coming into your eyes as you're writing it, and then say it out loud. You're speaking it with your voice and you're hearing it with your ears. That's one of the fastest ways to rebuild new pathways in your brain and to change and transform the way that we're thinking about things. Um, and I use that tool a lot um, with my private clients. So reframing the negative and then say it out loud. Okay, another thing that you can do to help rewire your brain for positivity and calm is daily gratitude practices. Now, I know that for a lot of people, gratitude is something that is spoken of a lot um, and perhaps doesn't have that same punch. And a lot of people are saying, well, yeah, I know, I know I need to be grateful, gratitude. There's all these gratitude journals. You can read about gratitude anywhere you want to on the internet, but it's so important. And there's actually been a lot of scientific and medical studies about how gratitude can change health outcomes, can change your mood, can help depression, can help anxiety, can make you happier. So we really need to acknowledge all the things that are good in your life right now. You have a lot to be thankful for. We have so many first world problems that we are complaining about, but we aren't giving the airtime to the things that we do have that are so numerous that if we actually took the time to honor them, we would have far less time for our complaining and negative thoughts. So daily gratitude, in my household, we sit around the table at dinner time. I have three children, and my husband and I uh, and my kids all take turns going around, and we talk about what was the highlight of our day, what was the low light of the day, and what are we grateful for. And my children absolutely love it, and it is something that uplifts us, even if the day has been stressful, even if we don't want to we can still find something to be grateful for. And it does change something that is very palpable within the body when we do that. Some people keep daily gratitude journals, starting the day in gratitude before your feet hit the ground, writing down three things that you're grateful for is a really great way to start the day. And a lot of different schools of thought really sponsor that idea. All right, the fourth thing that is really necessary, especially in these times to help rewire your brain from negative to positive, is to surround yourself with positive, uplifting people. So I know I already talked about this, but I want to emphasize it. Uh, what we focus on expands. So whether we're talking about negativity or positivity or gratitude or something that we want to have happen to us, whether we want a change in career or we want more financial abundance or we want something to shift in a relationship that we have, 
what we focus on expands. And this is so true as well with the people that we hang around with. If what those people are focusing on expands and we are in that expansion zone and we're regularly in that expansion zone, that is also going to expand within our psyche, within our physiology of our body even. So super important. And we can become addicted to the drama. We can become addicted to the negativity and the inclusiveness that we feel when we participate in some of those discussions and conversations with people who are frequently being negative or complaining. And we have to pull ourselves away from that just like we have to pull ourselves away from the poor eating habits, the lack of taking care of ourselves, self-care, exercise, all of those types of things that we would rather do because they are more comfortable. It does take a little bit of a shift and maybe sometimes it's gradual, a gradual decrease of spending time or finding other things to spend your time on, finding other people to spend your time with. All right, the fifth and final thing that is super important for shifting that negative to the positive and rewiring your brain for calm and positivity is reducing media consumption. 99% of the media that is out there, whether it is the nightly news or it is Facebook or social media or whatever it is, is negative or has some sort of negative bent to it or there are people complaining or there's definitely fuel for those complaints. These programs, these apps, these Con this consumption of the, of the media and the drama and the negativity further stimulates the release of cortisol, further damages the brain and leads to chronic medical conditions. But it, most importantly, at least in the immediate, is that it makes us feel bad. There is so much of better ways to feel uplifted and belonging that are meaningful than to consume media and to then engage in negative complaining conversations with other people or even contributing to that by reposting, by posting something um, on your social media pages that just fuels those, those fires. Now, so many of us have hard times at work. We have a bad day or something that, you know, a politician said really tends to, you know, light a fire underneath us and we just need to vent. But venting is actually complaining. And what you need to ask yourself if you're feeling like I just need to vent about something is are you looking for a solution or are you just complaining? So it's really, really important that before you complain, you know what it is you're after. You need to have a specific and clear purpose so that you can identify if it's complaining just for the sake of complaining or you're actually problem solving. If you're complaining just for the sake of complaining, nip it in the bud and don't even go there, okay? If you do need to address something, it's really important to frame that conversation 
from the very beginning on a positive note. So it's not always the easiest thing to do, but it goes back to even in the midst of a really bad day or in the midst of a really bad streak, you've got kind of a crap storm going and you got to pull out something to be grateful for. In a conversation where you need to address something that is happening that shouldn't be, you can still start with something positive. And that will go a really long way to getting where you want to be with the other person or parties involved without them getting defensive and having that complaint turn into a really big problem. So it's really important to, as I said, be specific, know what the purpose of what you're doing is, and then start with something positive, always um, important to help everyone in this situation save face. As human beings, that is such a loving thing to do. And then, you know, the other thing is to remember that if you can complain about it, you can change it. There is almost nothing that you can't change if you're able to complain about it. Very few of us complain frequently about things we can't control on a real level. Uh, I know we complain about politics and we think we can't control that. We actually can, we can vote, we can write letters. There are things that we can do on a larger scale to affect those things. But you know, when it's raining and you were gonna have a barbecue, darn it, it's raining, you know, what are you gonna do about that? You don't spend your whole day complaining um, and getting really down and negative about it, right? We don't complain about things that we can't change in general. So just remember, like, wait a minute, I'm complaining about this, that means I can change this, and if I'm complaining, what specific solution am I looking for here? It is a really great way to move through the negativity very quickly and rewire your brain to actually be more efficient, not just at being positive and calm, but getting things done that have meaning and purpose. So we just need to remember that in order to be the center, to be the calm in the storm, in the midst of all of the chaos and uncertainty that is going on in this world right now, listen to how you're talking. Remember that your mind listens to your mouth and your body reacts to that. And that there are very specific and easily intelligible ways that you can rewire your brain for calm, for positivity, for gratitude and strength to be the center in the midst of the storm. I'm Dr. Erin Martin. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Fierce Amazing Radio. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so that you'll automatically get new shows every week. And I would love it if you left us a review. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and other platforms. I'd also love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. Erin Martin, or just head to DrAaronMartin.com and you will find them all there. You'll also find additional resources, videos, and information to uplift and inspire you. Fierce Amazing Radio is the elevated conversation for those who are fiercely creating an amazing life, and I'm honored you've tuned in.